Today's episode is brought to you by DiaperDude.com. Men now have a choice to carry a bag designed by a dad for dads, because diaper bags are for everyone. This episode is also brought to you by The Perfect Dad Food. Do you like bacon? Do you like jerky? Try Go Bacon Adventure Ready Snacks. This podcast might have bad words because my daddy says words like sh- damn, and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. One of the only two in the world. Go on. Uh, That threw me off. Joe! And I am John. So... I assume you mean that one of the, only one of the two Galans in the world, or do you mean only one of the two hosts of the Detox podcast in the world, and <laughs> wait, this is how you're awkwardly letting one of us know? I, well, he did break a pool cue and lay it in the middle of the table, so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> or no, no. Like, from the scene of the Dark Knight, <laughs> yeah. like, I can only take one of you guys with me. We're going to hold nope, nope. try out. I, uh, <laughs> make it fast. I, I mean, I'm not the only Galan, but with my full name, I am one of the only two people in the world. Oh, oh nice. sure. Yeah. Nice. It's very unique. So one day when my dad goes, sorry, dad, I will be the only one of me in the world. Well, I heard just that like there Highlander. can be the only one. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Are you going to take his powers when yeah. you finally cut his head off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to have the right ninja sword to do it. Just conjuring right up mall ninja stuff. Well, guys, today we are going to be talking about uh, something that all of us know a lot about. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll get into it, but uh, we're going to be talking about college, and we're going to expand out from there and actually talk about some other school issues uh, that came up as we were all, all talking. Um, I'd be much more suited this episode for this episode if the topic was about dropping out. We might touch on that. Okay, we might touch on that. Yes. Of course, we're going to have all of our regular segments, Ask the Dads, Dad Jokes, and Things to Check Out. But first, let's catch up with our dads and find out what has happened since the last time we recorded. Let's start with the host to my left. This is the host with the most amazingly soft lips. It's Galan. <laughs> I don't know from personal experience. That's just common I'm knowledge. I'm glad you used that disclaimer. <laughs> That's just common <laughs> knowledge. My wife walks into the doorway with the look on her face of like, WTF. I do have really soft lips, by the way. Yeah. That's not the only thing he about me that's soft. <laughs> yeah. That's not the only thing about me that's soft. Oh. Oh. If right. you know what I mean. And I I'm don't. sure you do. No. So, yeah. the no, this I, I just got off of a week of vacation, which, you know, the, I, I don't normally take weeks. The, you know, the last time I did, of course, you know, John and I recorded music. Um, but it's weird being off work for a week where you get to the point where you almost, a part of you wants that normalcy, the normalcy of going to work every day. Um, from a, uh, especially from a, like a dieting perspective, it's much easier to stay on my diet when I'm can have a controlled breakfast, a controlled lunch because I'm taking my lunch or whatever. Um, but man, we've it feels like we we just constantly went and and everything. But we took Ellie to the zoo, uh, and this was the first year that she could actually stand on the rail and see the animals without oh, having and to actually have a danger of falling in. Yeah. yeah, so it made it way more exciting. Yeah, there was right here, where it's like, or you know, oh, she could probably squeeze through those bars. Um, oh, but yes. you know, th- there were a Her lot of animals out, but they yeah. were all sleeping. 
And so it was cool to be able to see the animals and see like the like the big old gorilla sleeping up against the glass. It was, or whatever. It was a tour of like this is how all the animals sleep. sleep. Yep. <laughs> but uh, it didn't smell like the zoo for once, which was kind of nice. Oh, um, I, I, I did uh, buy a bottle of water at the zoo because Ellie was oh. really thirsty. Oh, can we guess? Can we play a game? Yes, let's, let's guess. We'll is play, is we'll this play, like we'll, the Price is Right? Yeah, we'll is it like cold. a sixteen ounce bottle of water or a like twenty a ounce bottle of water? Twenty okay, ounce okay. bottle of water. I'm gonna say that it would normally do, cost do you. Do you? Okay. I'll yeah, go go ahead. That would, that would normally cost, cost you probably you about a dollar, or for us at work, a buck forty. Like okay. at a convenience. Store. Okay, at a convenience store would cost you a dollar. Or, or if less. you could buy it like a Target or something. Or, or for if, it. let's just say okay. if, you, if you were to go to the store, you could buy, you could buy a twelve pack or tw- a twenty four pack. Of sure, this. sure, sure. And it okay. would probably cost a quarter or thirty yeah. cents or something. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, Drew. Drew Carey, Price is Right. Mm, no, uh, gotcha. Bob. Bob is the host. No, Bob. Carry yeah, on. I'm sorry. You. Drew Carey is wrong, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, but not uh, six twenty-five. Oh, <laughs> over. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, if we're bum, playing, bum, but, um, if we're playing, there you go. Is this a showcase showdown? No, this is the. the oh crap! I did it wrong. So yeah, yeah okay. Oh, uh, yeah, wow. I'm sorry. One cent. <laughs> I win. He's like six twenty-four. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna say four dollars. A little bit less than that. It was three dollars for a twenty. That's ounce. still ridiculous. I would say, uh, yeah. It is. I was thinking so, of Six Flags. Prices. So, so down here yeah, in, totally. in Texas, there's a, a bottle. Of <laughs> and they'll throw in a funnel cake for fifteen dollars. Dude, funnel cakes are sort of worth the fifteen dollars. But uh, you know, there's a a, a, a quote unquote Springwater Place company down here. Um, I think it's owned by the evil Nestle called Ozarka, and you can get a twenty four pack of Ozarka water for two eighty four or something like that at Target or Walmart. Sure. So for one bottle of water, I paid what I could pay for twenty four bottles. Of water. Wow, that's how it works. And then Supply we just filled it up man. with the the water fountain. <laughs> but it's you know so the the, the Fort Worth <laughs> that's how they get you. you ever, do you guys know those people? <laughs> that's how they get you. Yes. Yeah, there's those, those people around. Teresa, break. Okay. No, that's okay. I will do my best to edit that out too. Um, no, that's hilarious. We should actually yeah. just address that. Uh, Galan's wife just would record <laughs> this. We're ordering, yeah, we're ordering pizza for dinner. <laughs> And and pasta because like Pizza Hut does pasta and Ellie loves it and I ordered wings because I can do that like they're keto friendly that's all I can do really and the delivery driver dropped them on the floor that's on the ground idea. outside and I I just want some delicious wings man that that is that's code really for sick. he ate them on the no. way over so but anyway <laughs> yeah, so we went to the zoo we went to the the Fort Worth Museum of Science and History which I remember as a kid being so incredibly awesome yes yeah, it's, it's not so cool. lame. Well, now you got to go to what is it, the Perot Museum or whatever it is. Well, the Perot Museum is dope. I think yeah, next year, we're, next year we're going uh, on for vacation. We're going up to St. Louis, and then we're going to take a, a, a trip up to Chicago. Um, Are you guys? And they're going to go, go to the, the Fields Museum or whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, Uranus, the Fields Museum. Missouri? Yeah, Uranus. <laughs> no, we don't go through Uranus. But you should. I'm saying you should. No, things go should, out Uranus. They should go Uranus through Uranus. No, but yeah. it's uh, but no, like they have a like Sue the Tyrannosaurus Rex, like one of that gets oh, the nice. famous Tyrannosaurus. Oh Rex. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like Ellie did like the dinosaur bones. They had this really cool thing where kids could go in and color like a dinosaur and put it on a scanner. Oh yeah, Sylvia. And it that. animates that really it cool. on the. It puts it up oh, on a cool. like a projector, yeah. and so it's like the. The pteranodon or whatever pterodactyl flies. And, yeah, that was um, pretty cool. Pteranodon or pterodactyl, whatever. Mastodon. Go go, go, go Power Rangers. Um, but yeah, mm. we just you know. It, uh, yes, I never watched. My what sister. You guys were talking about there. my sister-in-law was in town. Um, you know, so Ellie got a, a really big dose of her aunt. We had a birthday party, so Ellie turned five on the seventeenth. Um, a significant birthday. Um, she got a you know her car insurance went down this yeah, year, which is cool. Yeah. 
Um, but it's you know it, it's uh, watch five is significant. I mean, aren't they all significant when you're that young? Well, just to me, five is a mile, like one of the first miles, and just that's that's the birthday that I start remembering stuff. That's the it's, first. It's where you can legally start smoking cigarettes. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the age where you start asking your kid, "All right, where do you see yourself in five years?" Yeah, oh, okay, because okay. you can say it now. But like, oh, okay. <laughs> the 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 first like <laughs> good point. I use when, when I think of memories, I think of like picture memories, and I think of video like mem- memories that play like movies, and five years old is the first like movie memory I have in my head where I can remember. Like in motion, what I was wearing and stuff like that. Oh, so that is interesting because you're right. You're right. She's she's around the age now where she'll start creating memories that she'll have for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I, I made a point. I'm like, yeah, blah blah blah. She everything that she's done now, she's not going to remember any of this. You know, like for, well, like yeah, up before that. Likely. You know, and it's like all these things that that we will latch on to as parents and be like, oh man, remember when she was four and she did. It? But the thing is, is I'm already starting to forget some of those things. So it's going to be that it's the majority of the highlights is what I'll remember. Yeah. But I'm already at the point where I'm forgetting the, some of the stuff that she did from, you know, um, you Zero know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting, <laughs> but then, then it's like, she loses all of that. I mean, there'll be right. very, very few things. She might remember her tooth, like having to have her tooth pulled. Um, she might remember maybe when she scraped her bat, her knee bad for the first time, but she's not going to remember, you know, any of the stuff that, that I find is significant. Um, but you know, so yeah, so I, I did all that and I was, I had all these grand ideas of I'm going to, I'm going to work on music and I'm going to work on writing this story. And all I did was play destiny Two. That's all I did nice. in my free time. All right. Yeah, I actually called Galan at one point and I'm like, "What are you? What are you? Who's yelling?" He's yeah, like, "Oh, that's the like, video game. Maybe I should mute." This let let me let me turn it down. I'm sitting here like clicking the buttons, and then we, we I had a phone call with with Joe, like a conference call, and I'm like, "I just need to stop playing my video game." <laughs> that was a good choice. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a wise decision. Why, wise adult decision. So yeah, that, that's 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 what I've been up to. All right, man. Well, that thank you, Galan. Uh, now let's catch up with the other host, the one to my right, the president of the North Texas chapter of the Young Republicans. It's Joe. Praise be. No, I mean, <laughs> as they so say. So say we all. <laughs> yeah. So say we all. Uh, things are good. Um, I got uh, three quick hits. Uh, so one, uh, we adopted a new cat that started hanging around on Monday. Well, that sucks. Anything else you got? <laughs> it's a stray that came around our porch Monday night, and I was like, oh, well, it seems like it understands, like, this is like I thought it was somebody's in the neighborhoods. Yeah. So, and, but it seemed hungry and thirsty, so I like put out some food and water, and you know Your it came mistake. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it came back every week, and then it was real skittish, and then it started to get more and more comfortable to the point where I was playing with a cat the other night, and Sylvie loved it, and Sylvie was playing with a cat, and I was like, all right, I feel like it's coming around enough. I'd be like, we asked, we have like a neighborhood. Uh, Facebook group. It was nobody's. People had seen it around, had fed it here and there. And I was like, all right, well, we should at least take it into like the clinic, get like the basic shots. Yeah. Because it, you know, and then make sure it doesn't have ticks or fleas and see if it's microchipped. It's not microchipped. Didn't have ticks or fleas. We got shots. And so Sylvie, it's got like kind of a little diamond shape on its face. So Sylvie started calling the cat Diamond. So that's her name. Nice. And uh, the cat comes around every morning and every night. And then during the day, it goes on its adventures, patrols its territory. Huh. Uh, but it's good. You know, it's it's actually pretty low-maintenance work for me. I just put out some food and water, play with it a little bit, and give it, like, a, a bed on our porch. And then doesn't come in the house. Nice. Our cats just don't go outside. Too. So it works. Oh, now you just have to wait for it to get to the point where it realizes that you're a, a failed hunter and starts bringing you dead birds and squirrels and stuff. Right. That's okay. Boy, then boy I'll or let, girl? Uh, it's a girl. Spade? Uh, 
I don't believe so, no. So we're going to do that That's next. a good call. Yep. That's a good yeah. call. Yep. Uh, so there's that. Uh, second. Speaking of Bob Barker. Right. <laughs> you have your pants spayed or neutered? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, Sylvie has moved from Hashtag her. Hashtag Bob Barker, by the way. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're like us, have your have your local John spayed or neutered? <laughs> oh. That's right. Sorry, John. Uh, it's all right. It's so Sylvie has officially moved out of her toddler bed and is in a twin-size bed now. Ooh, does she love it? She does. She's having a lot of emotions. Tonight's actually the first night. We did it today, um, got the bed and everything. So she had been asking for a big girl bed for a while. And when we go on vacation to the lake, uh, she sleeps in like a big size bed. And she was like, I want this, I want this. And then when she visited my sister-in-law, Jill, in college, Amanda went up for a day trip. She loved that bed and was like, I want a bed just like this. So we had like the head and foot boards and all that stuff. And so we just bought a new mattress and box spring. And we set it up and she's like, I love it. And she slept, um, didn't her nap, but then was like, I kind of miss the way things were. I'm kind of a little sad. She had some emotions that she was having trouble understanding that we talked her through that. It's okay. Change is hard, but in the long run, this is what you wanted. This is more comfortable. This will be better. And so she went down and, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I think she'll be good. That's cool. But it's just, it was a little sad for me too. Cause I'm like, this was your crib and it was your toddler bed. And now it's out of the room. Well, you know, and, it, and I remember when Ellie made that switch, like we, we had a, one of those four in one cribs and right. you know, you buy like the toddler rail and then you can buy the conversion to a right. full size bed. And she was, I mean, she was outgrowing it. Like, she's getting yeah. to be so tall that it's like, man, she's going to outgrow this. And so we ended up getting one of those. It's not a, it's not like a full-size platform bed or whatever. It's like a half platform. You could put a bed yeah. under it, but it came with a dresser. But it's, it has, like, steps up and everything. Oh, and it's yeah. a bed that will last. It's a frame that will last her until, I mean, she's. Like 35 or something. I mean, in theory. I no, mean, I mean, the, the, the thing is, like, it's it's a, it's a twin size bed. I mean, there are plenty of adults that sleep on twin size. I mean, yeah. N- I don't mean it in a ha ha, John. But John, <laughs> you sleep on a twin bed. Like, no, I don't. I have a queen size. bed. Oh, you so. do. That's right. You did sleep on a twin bed for a real long time, though. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I don't go into your bedroom Shut all that down. often. Yeah, but no, Shut but it, but it's like, but it, I mean, at least through high school, I mean, there's a there's a bookshelf on the back, there's a <laughs> headboard or whatever. Yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, as a parent, it's like it's really cool because they're making that step, and it's like right. they're growing up. But it, it, again, it goes back to the like there are things that she'll never remember having that toddler that that toddler bed. She right. won't remember that crib yeah. or whatever. But we will, and it'll be like, oh yeah, I remember when she, and then she didn't like it. She went through the same thing. She's like, I don't like this bed. But then she would come back to like my to like my mom and be like, "Oh, I love my bed, right?" You know, and it's we let exactly. her go and pick out the mattress that we got, yep. and it's really cool, really cool moment. So it's really cool that that Sylvie is at that point, way ahead of where when Ellie it's, was. You know, we're just <laughs> taking we're just taking point from her with everything yeah. else she's done. When she's been like, "This is what I want to do," we just roll with it, even I, if we're like, I, "It doesn't seem like it," but okay, that's what you're saying, so I'll listen to you. She she was at the party though, and I, I did think it was interesting. A like how well she's talking. Yeah. Um, especially compared to where Ellie was at that age. Right. Um, but, well, then, you know, Ellie had the huge, like, well, maybe you didn't know, but she had a huge piece of earwax that was in her ear. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking And so about it's that, like, yeah. as soon as we got, we, we were able to fish that out, like, her talking took sure. off. But it's like, to not, and not having seen Sylvie in a couple of months, because we've been recording here. Right. It's interesting, like, this, the leap. that it, It's yeah. like, it's like when you see family. Right. And, you know, especially growing up, and it's like, wow, you know, six months, and like, the kids all of a sudden talking. Yeah. And that's part of the expectation I had going in. And it's like, Man, Sil- or Ellie's gonna make like this huge jump overnight, but I never saw the day to day. Right. You know, and it's in, in even just two months, Sylvia's at that age where her vocabulary has increased so yeah. much. So, but it was, I thought it was interesting because we had a pinata, and the other kids took a whack at it, and 
Um, we gave Silva the opportunity, and she didn't want to. She, she's like the nonviolent type. She didn't want to smack that pony well, with she, a stick. She would. It was more of like she was, you know, she's still young, and all the other kids were older. Yeah. And so she was still a little clingy because she's still a little, I don't really know anybody. And there's a lot of people that she didn't. I mean, there's everyone else she didn't know except for yeah. me and Teresa. And, and she, she warmed up. Yeah. And she warms up after a while, but it's, you know, it was a little bit difficult. And we had just gotten there, yeah. too. So Yeah. You but, come into a house full of people. Yeah. But, um, but no, she's good, and yeah, it's it's crazy to see to see the leap, but, uh, yeah. but it's good. The only other thing I had is uh, we're, I'm taking Sylvie rock climbing again tomorrow, so oh, nice. I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, we did that before, right before her second birthday, and and she is asked to go back at least once per week ever since then, and she's climbing everything she can, and I encourage it, but I'm also like, all right, focus, be careful. There's this one park we go to that has like uh, like a bar that goes up. I mean, uh, I don't know, probably like th- two or three stools stories no that seems too high i don't know measurements high <laughs> i don't know anyway 600 feet or so but it's really high it's higher than i would see a normal park like side like pole with like the leg hoops that go all the way up and she climbs it all the way up and there was like bigger kids that were like too scared and sylvie just zipped right up it every single time and and she's like that with everything and a big kid said how do you do that and she went i just focus and keep climbing <laughs> That's awesome. And that's all I always tell her to do is, like, you got to focus. If you can't focus, then you can't be safe, and then you can't climb. And she's like, all right, I'll focus. And I was like, focus? And, and like, the few times she's been like, oh, I'm high. I'm like, just keep climbing. Just keep climbing. She's like, I want to go down. I'm like, you can't go down. You have to go up to get down. And she's like, oh, okay. Nice. So it works out. So I'm excited. She's real excited. We're going. It's her, me, Amanda, and then uh, my brother, uh, Josh. And so we're leaving Bennett with my mother-in-law for the afternoon. So Nice. So we're Sweet. just dedicated Sylvie time. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's it. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, guys, just a quick update. Uh, yes. I had a lot of stuff going on recently. Uh, fired up another uh, Dungeons & Dragons game. Oh, nice. Again, so actually, uh, we'll talk. Actually, sounds pretty cool. It is actually pretty fun. I, I listened into the first session. It, it is really cool. Yeah, that's right. Galan's a busy man, so he yeah. hasn't jumped I, I want, play I want to show, make but it, but yeah, it's just life has got nothing to I can get my character sheet. No. You could. Uh, Fantasy Grounds, dude, on, on computer. You don't even have to lose, uh, you leave your house. I don't even think he has a computer that can run Fantasy Grounds. No. Cause okay. Uh, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's pretty. Re- it's not resource-intensive or anything, I, but still. Yeah. Joe has a very special computer. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> that's we'll talk a little bit more of that about that and things to check out. So look forward to that, everybody. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, what are we going to talk about when we come back uh, from this word from our sponsors? We are going to talk about college and our experiences or lack thereof and how that has shaped our careers. And that'll probably have something to do with a, being a dad. I don't know. It will. Okay. okay. It will. <laughs> Trust it will. us. I can Trust bring it around. Okay. All right. We'll be back. If you're a parent on the go, and let's not kid ourselves, almost all parents are, or even if you're not a parent, at some point you're going to find your stomach telling you it misses food. You need something to give you a bit of a boost. You need protein. Go Bacon Jerky is a quick and easy way to get a bit of sweet and savory via the power of bacon. Whether you try the maple or sriracha flavor, from the moment you open the bag, you're going to enjoy the smell and taste of Go Bacon Jerky. Head on over to GoBaconJerky.com, place an order of this delicious jerky. We suggest the Killer Quad, which has two bags of both maple and sriracha. Use code DETOX, that's D-T-A-L-K-S, to get 20% off your order of $15 or more. Orders over $20 get free shipping. You can also subscribe from once a month up to weekly orders of Go Bacon Jerky for an extra 10% off. Go Bacon was started by a team of regular Joes who wanted to challenge the status quo. Some companies care about money, some about fame, some to satisfy ego. 
Go Bacon is here to make you smile. For over a decade, Diaper Dude has been designing diaper bags for today's dad to make their life as a parent easier, stress-free, and fashionable at the same time. Functionality is key when it comes to your bag, and that's their main focus. With a large selection of colors to choose from, camouflage, gray, navy, or sleek basic black, Diaper Dude appeals to all dads. Each bag comes complete with a padded changing pad to provide comfort when changing your baby on the go. The role of dad is changing dramatically, and Diaper Dude is part of that change. Their goal is to assist dad and make him feel more comfortable and confident while on the go. Joe and I have been using our bags for a while now. We both find them comfortable, roomy, and easy to use. Go to diaperdude.com, use promo code DETOX10, that's D-T-A-L-K-S-1-0, to get 10% off of your purchase. In September, we're going to be giving away a Stroller Caddy Plus in caramel color. All you have to do is like us on Facebook for a chance to win. Go to Facebook.com, look up the Detox Podcast, hit the like button, and you're entered in to win. We are back with the Detox Podcast, and I want to kind of jump right in and talk about college. So college, as we all know, is a school, a form of education that people (laughs) typically go to. It's a noun. It's uh, (laughs) You could use it in a sentence. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but no, I think there's a lot of emphasis and importance on college. There always kind of has been, you know, as long as, you know, far back as it's been around and you still see that, but I kind of want us to just jog around the table, give our experiences and stories with college and kind of where we've ended up and then what impression that has left with us with regards to kids, like when our kids go to college, what is our emphasis on? What's our structure on? Um, because you see a lot of people saying, you know, is college relevant anymore? Is it necessary? And you see good arguments, yes and no, depending on what people want to go into. I mean, you still see the basics of like, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a lawyer, that kind of stuff. Like, of course, you have to go through a certain set of standards. But when we met with Pete Delkis, for instance, and he didn't say this on the interview, but he was telling us how he became a weatherman. And he was like, I went to school to play baseball and I played baseball and then I got injured and I retired. And then I just went to a master's school over with where they sent him VHS tapes and he became a weatherman that way. And so I think what you're seeing is with college now, it's less of less of where you go and what you study all the way through and more of, do you have some type of degree and if you want to go further and get a higher job you know people are choosing different schools to go to for master's programs you know a lot of people are looking at what's the last school you went to what is the drive to get that extra degree or to get a degree at all so i'll kind of start and we can get back there I went to school at Howard Payne University, Stingham, Stingham Jackets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, that, was, that was for John. John also went to yeah. Howard Payne. Three sets Not with me. Oh, I said with spoilers. me. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It only Sorry. cost me 15 grand. It's been in bed, I thought. About oh, <laughs> it cost me a lot more than that. Um, well, I mean, I kept tacking on expenses afterwards, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We'll get to that. Uh, so I originally... I wasn't sure I wanted to go to college at first. And so when I graduated high school, I took a year off to kind of decide if I wanted to go. Um, 
after in the fall and winter, I decided I did want to go to school. I decided I wanted to go to Howard Payne and I took, I realized Howard Payne had a transfer scholarship. If you transferred in at least 12 hours. So I went to TCC, got 12 hours and got a nice little transfer scholarship when I came in. So that's, that's how I kind of worked the system in my favor. But I went to school because I wanted to be a pastor of some kind. So I wanted to do that. And then I auditioned for a theater scholarship and they were like, you know, we can give you X amount of money if you're a major versus a minor. And I did it. They were like, it's only three extra credit hours, but they didn't explain all the extra work and rehearsals and tech <laughs> that you actually have to do. So I double majored in, uh, uh, in theology and theater. And my ultimate goal that I wanted to do is I wanted to teach theater kind of like in some type of church hybrid setting that was a theater and like during the week and then a church kind of on Sundays, kind of like a revolving place and I could pastor and also like be a producer of like this theater company. But, uh, but things change. And so when I got out, I taught, I taught high school theater for a year and then, uh, the next school year they said that they had too many, uh, arts teachers. And so I had to, had to be let go. And, then and I was like, and yeah. that's where that's where you, you did just to harken back to a few episodes ago. Right, that's where you you taught with uh, Todd. Right, exactly. Yeah, I taught with Todd um, for that year, and then I was unemployed, and I had no idea what I was going to do. I had, you know, the only things I was trained in and that I got a degree in were theology and theater, and both of those, like the job prospects, are about the same in that you know, whatever you can get is probably going to be very low paying and not guaranteed work. Right. Um, Amanda was working at the company that I work at now. And she said, look, just apply because you have a degree, your resume will go to the top of the pile and you'll get an entry level position. So just apply. It doesn't matter that you have no experience in what the company is. Just do it. So I did, I got, uh, two interviews actually for two different positions and, um, got through one of them. And that's where I met Galan. I ended up working on his team. And, you know, I didn't expect to do that job forever. I expected it to be, this is the job I have for now until something better comes along. And then I just kind of kept getting promoted and, and changed into different teams. And then you just learn the business. And so all of that to say, I think, had I, had I gone to school for something more generic like business, I probably wouldn't have ended up where I was. But I think the outcome would have been about the same because I have never wanted to get like an MBA and, right. and, and further my education in that way. It's just interesting to me to, to think about that. It was just the fact that I had a piece of paper. They didn't care what it was in. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll go to the, the extreme before we get to John's uh, kind of spoiler thing. So I never went to, I never went to school. Right. I never went to college. There was, I, I also took a semester off, um, it goes back to I don't know if we did a bonus segment or not, but it's a. Uh, I ended up like I when John and I graduated high school, it was the very beginning of online the the online social space, and I had met a girl up in Connecticut and was going to go to school up there. Applied, you know, did my FAFSA or whatever it is. Yep, FAFSA. Got some sort of I don't remember all the details of the scholarship. Um, or the scholar, like the money I got, but I was going to go up there and then that fizzled and, um, I ended up not going to school. Was it the relationship that fizzled? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and so, and basically, I, I was I was intent on taking that some, that year off and being like, because if I go to school and I try to work full time, I I will fail school. Sure. Um, and then essentially, my uncle who was living with us said, "Oh yeah, your grandmother said you have to get a job," which she didn't actually say, but that led me to get a, getting a corporate world job. I got an office job doing customer service, and that's kind of like the the road I've taken. But I've realized that i i'm not someone that can go to school i'm i'm not able to i'm not able to balance a school like school work and personal um i feel like i'm i feel like i missed out on the experience of going away to school to living on campus yeah. uh, my wife um she did you know she she's from missouri she came down here um she lived on campus for Five years, or no, four years, and then the, um, she went back for a teaching certification thing uh, for a year, and we lived. She lived, you know, lived in Louisville or whatever. Um, and so I got to see the relationships that she built through her school, like with the, the friends. Whether those relationships have lasted or not, like the just the I got to, to live that that life secondhand. I got to taste cafeteria food, oh. uh, which is not always Sorry. always a bad thing. It's also um, not always a good but, thing. But it's just like the, the campus like the campus life kind of thing. Just sure. the, the experience of going away, getting out from your parents. Yep. It, it's it's not – now, what's funny is when I started working, I, I had a, uh, didn't have a car payment. So within the first – within the year of uh, I started working, I had my own place. Um, and so I jumped right into being an adult from there, having to pay my own bills. I think college allows you – that college experience of going away allows you to ease into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the interesting thing, you know, having not gone to school and then being married to someone who did and then being friends with people that have gone to school that have partially gone to school and haven't gone to school, it's something that as a parent, I want Ellie to experience that. But as a parent, I also realize being married to someone that went to a private school, like the the debt (laughs) thing is a, that, it sucks. You know, and it, sorry, I didn't mean that. I'm going to be like, also being married to someone, though, that's gone to school, I know that you can go to school and still not know anything. (laughs) 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 Teresa's got a knife in her hand right now. Yeah, yeah, Galan's wife is actually in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's interesting that when we... I'm going to die. (laughs) 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 Just John. Just John. Yeah, it's cool. But, but, I mean, and, and that's probably a whole other discussion is, like, the idea of debt. It, it, it's, it's, I mean, we, we, the American lifestyle is built on debt and, yep. and living under the shadow of it. And some would say living under the boot of debt. I mean, there's, there, it is really hard once you get yourself in to get yourself out. Um, you know, and it's, it's, I, I want to take steps now to ensure that she doesn't have to take on the full burden of that. If I can set aside money, maybe do you know, uh, some sort of college savings plans without getting into details. Right. Um, you know, set something aside to set her up, whether it's for a, a, an associate's degree at the local junior college, right. or if it's her first semester or first year at a school, whatever. I, I want to be able to empower my kid to do that. So should she so choose now at the same time, is the college system going to be the same in 15 years right. as, or I guess that's more like 13 years as it is now. Right. Will college even be a thing? But that's, that's not this podcast, but yeah, it's something that if it's there and 
we we want we stre- we're going to stress the importance of education of knowledge mm-hmm. you know and, and there are things where i i know some something random and it's like it's important to pay attention in school you learn these yeah. science like, uh, my sister in law asked it's like when did texas gain their uh, when did texas become a state i think it was like 1845 or 1828 one of those two things. One of those is that when, um, right. when Fort Worth when <laughs> it's going to be awesome when we yeah. look it up and the, neither of those. No, it's 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 somewhere in there. But one of those is also when Fort Worth was founded because gotcha. my my sister in law asked like when Fort Worth became a city, um, but it's like I don't remember that. Yeah. But, it, but when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, that's that that sounds right. Or knowing that, you know, just the random things that we remember from school. The Wait, the, your example was a fact that you learned in school that you couldn't remember. Well, no, but it's just like <laughs> to illustrate that it's important yeah. to remember random. But no, facts like like be, being able to being able to explain why you know why rain works the way it does, right? Or sure. the way that you know wind, or the the fact that the you know the Earth rotates around, you know, just the, the, those different things, little bits of science, little bits of history, the random trivial knowledge that I know. A lot of that I picked up in school, and a lot of it's from browsing wikipedia for way too much way too but, many times but you you're you're on a point though that you you know you do learn these you do learn these specific facts in in school and i think it's it's interesting i kind of want to jump back a little bit to when you're talking about like learning independence and easing into yeah. adulthood i mean that definitely was the case for me so i was homeschooled all the way up until i went to college and that was kind of a big jolt but it was it was helpful right and i think it was interesting when we talked to judge moyer and he talked about that his his dad made him go to school out of state. Yeah. And he made his daughter go to school out of state. And now I've seen people where they are very staunch of like, I want you to not stay local. I want you to go away so that way you can have the experience of living on your own away without being so far. I don't know. I hear that story a lot less than the inverse of that, which is like, no, we don't want you going halfway across the country. Well, so that's the thing is I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I that was the first time I had heard that far of like go out of state. Most of the yeah. time, it's like, like we're here in DFW, and someone's like, you know, go to like UT or go to yeah. Baylor because it's X number of hours away, but you're still close enough in case there's. I mean, that is one of the nice happens. things about living in Texas is you. So they could go to a, a college in you know, University of Houston, right, or uh, you know UTEP or whatever, right, University of Texas El Paso, right, and you are essentially. Out of, I mean, you're you're in state, but you were. I mean, El Paso is nine hours away. Houston is six. Right. You're. I mean, there are out of state colleges that are closer than those. Right. Um. I, I think the I think the biggest thing is is getting away. Yes. And where where you're not like, oh, I'm gonna go home on the weekend. I'm gonna drive yeah. thirty minutes to do laundry at my parents' house. Right. You know, because that something as simple as laundry, like having to factor that to have to wash your own clothes, make your own. Well, we don't. Require Ellie to but make her own bed, but, but you're right. It's it, you. I don't know. And this is a discussion, and I know every single person is different. But I do feel that you being, don't say being away <laughs> from my family caused me to not use that as a clutch of like, you know what? I don't. I can't really figure this out. I'm just going to go home for a little bit and yeah. hunker down and wait it out. It made me go, nope. I uh, got to find quarters somewhere because I've got nothing else to wear, and I need to do laundry. Yeah. And there went my Sunday. Yeah, so I mean, I guess, I guess to wrap mine up is like, I I value knowledge. Whether I remember shit or not, I I value mm-hmm. the the randomness, and I want to instill in my daughter the benefit of that, the value of that, of the the value of being someone to know something, not being a know it all, because God knows I've had those moments, and I know so many random trivial things, or I've experienced things where I can be like, oh yeah, I can add to that. Right. That's not what I, I don't want her to be a know it all. I just want her to be knowledgeable. I want her to 
be able to, you know, have an education to be able to understand what's going on in the world. I mean, I mean, take for example, right now, like the whole thing of North Korea, and that that's scary. I don't fully understand it because I'm not an expert in that, but I know enough of what is it, geopolitics or whatever, to, to know that it's like, yes, it's scary, but. But then there's a but to that, but you know, and, you, and then and then you get into where like the, the experts. Are, I want her to, to be able to hold a conversation with her peers sure. and not Hashtag appear like a butt to that butt. <laughs> I dig it. Wow. Um, hey, you said it. I did. I did. But it, it's just interesting, you know. And then and then to, to, th- to throw it to John, it's like John sits squarely in the middle between Joe and and I, where Joe went to college, <laughs> went, went went and graduated college. That's interesting. And, and then so, I didn't go to college. So on the scale, I would say uh, uh, there's Joe that was successful, me that was not successful, and you're in the middle Just with someone that didn't try to fill. In a, is not applicable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did not attempt or whatever. But you no, know, it's like you know, it, 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 I, I'm, I'm very interested in yeah, you gotta, that's in your viewpoint <laughs> and, and what you have to add to this conversation because. You just know, about what I think about the value of kids going to college. Well, just, well, and, just and then like, your experience you, too, like your ups and downs. But it's just having lived through your experience, a, a lot of your experience, when you know, I, to get your your firsthand experience of what I saw on the outside. Looking, I, at. I will say though, I don't mean to just jump in, but I think just kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit. So I got a degree, and that's what got me into the you know into the company, and which is interesting because Galan's yeah. in that same company exactly. didn't have a degree, that, right? That's okay. that's what but, I was going to pivot. But, but like steal you, your thunder. No, no, no. no. You're, but you're, but but steal years. away. Okay, uh, but <laughs> but you got this. You're in the same company I am, arguably in a better position with no degree. But five years of working experience. Based off of experience. Right. Yeah, so five so years did of experience. You get it, but when you got in, was that a factor of you not having it? Or was it no, not they, even they a didn't even, they didn't even They didn't ask. Okay. Because, I mean, I think for most entry-level positions, and this is interesting. So it, where I work, I am on the quote-unquote management track. Sure. Um, I, I have the, the skills. I'm, so it, it's been discussed. I, the, the role that I'm in is kind of considered to be what they, they consider to be mini-managers. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> But the interesting thing is, is there are examples of people that don't have education that are in management positions. Right. But that is something that I have a feeling is going to hinder me is the fact that I I'm, I'm I have 13 years of experience working with the company I work with for, and then right. five years of customer service experience beyond that. Right. And that's not gonna that that's not going to matter because there are people that are going to look for. Do you have a degree? It could be a degree in art or history that has nothing to do with what I do. But the fact that I have, I, I put in the work to gain a four year degree. Yeah. Granted, the fact that you have to have a seventy to to get a degree that you can lazy yeah. lazy ass your way through college and get a degree. Diploma spelled that, with D. That degree <laughs> says nothing about how you so obtained it. It's just the fact that you did, and it's it is. As someone who wants my kid to go through it, it kind of frustrates me that so much importance is placed on a piece of paper, four years or five or ten or whatever, to get a piece of paper that has nothing to do with what you do for a living. Do you think that's always going to be that way? Because of the fact that if it, you look at if you look you, at the way the world is evolving, in that like I know nothing about plumbing, right? In my old house, my pipe under my sink broke. Sorry, and man. I flooded. Should, I shouldn't have taken a dump in your house. I apologize. In your no, sink. No, in my sink. So really, I <laughs> oh. don't know what you were doing there. I, I don't want to know. I had a, a, in your I had, a bit yeah. to, had a bit to drink. But I looked on YouTube yeah. and I learned what parts to f- buy. 
Dude, that, that is and am- I did it. That's amazing. And I fixed it. Yeah. With, with a squeak with, in your voice. <laughs> well, I was emphasizing the pipe. No, no, no. Oh, that, fixed it. Clever. That, that good recovery. Yeah. I thought he was like a delivering chicken. <laughs> I it was a, no, but... Uh, We're all in our 30s cracking voices. But, but, <laughs> but I fixed it, and I didn't have to go to school for that. I just taught myself. And a lot of people say that the internet, you know, and this is not the discussion for that, but the internet's a bad thing because all you do is watch it. And my argument back is, no, it's great because you learn anything you need to know you from that. You can community. learn anything you, you need to know. Um, so I think it's just like you see that gap kind of starting yeah. to close because somebody that is not well-versed in finance or whatever could go and watch and study and learn basic stuff yeah. to take it to the next level. And Or, or plumbing or carpentry or... Right. I mean, you or look at all the the, the D the DIY stuff where people take apart their kitchens and yep. put it all back together, yep. and or they move their their they redo their bathroom and move the shower from one side to the other. Right. You know, and it, it's amazing what you can get. And I think there are practical things. There are very blue collar things to to gain from YouTube, and then some white collar stuff. Yeah. Um. If we're not replaced by robots you know there there are things and that that's again another discussion but it <laughs> but it's parenting in the singularity yeah, on but the it's next just, detox podcast <laughs> in the dual singularity of the dual black holes that are apparently in the middle of our solar yeah. system now because but apparently I, there's a second yeah. one but whatever but i didn't um, need to, to digress no, no. i just i just think it's worth thinking about of like yeah. you know we still put emphasis on it because that's what we've always done and it is interesting. It's like, you know, that is something I never have to worry about when I go into an interview. They see that BA yep. and they know I'm a badass and then that's about it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but, but, so I guess that brings... All these college dad jokes you're throwing our way, dude. That's so, awesome. so, and I want to get to John. So, it's, you yeah. know, you, you, went to, you went to Howard Payne. Not, not not at the same time as as Joe. No, no, many years before Joe. Yeah, yep. back in the nineties. I heard stories about which it makes me sad to think that the nineties <laughs> yeah. were twenty years ago, but uh, whatever. But yeah, so you went to Howard Payne, and you as, as you mentioned, or you know, yeah, you, you, you just spent, want me to give you the rundown real yeah, quick. Yeah, just give us the rundown. Your, I mean, but but I, not only what you did, but your experience, like just in, kind of in a nutshell. Okay, well. I'll just give this briefly. I so I I went to to Howard Payne University for two semesters. Took a semester off because I was interning at a church out of state. Came back, did another semester there. Quit going for a lot of reasons. Moved back home. Uh, had two different semesters at TCC. At the time, it was TCJC. I wasn't aware like of that. College. I wasn't aware that you went to the to TCC. And then one terribly ill-fated semester at UTA. Oh, I, I remember I remember running homework for you out to UTA a couple of times. You had me take a paper to turn it in somewhere. What? That's right. You were not he was nice. He was nice. Yeah. No, he I did what? the I did the he homework. He did it. He did it. He just, No, I he, know, but like I'm astounded by the fact that you I didn't live there. The lawn was the errand boy. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I it, wasn't, it wasn't an errand. It was a fate. He was like, I need to get this out, but I have to work. I'm like, I can run it Oh, out. you're working. Yeah. Yeah. It, was just it like, wasn't I was like doing... I was summoned Galan. <laughs> no. I think Galan just <laughs> was a, nice enough to you offer. Said Raven. Yeah, well, there, there's a guitar center out in Arlington, so I would use that as an excuse to go over to guitar center and play oh, guitars that see? I couldn't afford. So he you made were, it sound you a lot were, weirder than You were doing him a favor. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't say that. But no, yeah, so it's... Oh, yeah. You know, it was interesting to see because I had no idea, like, what happened at Howard Payne. I know you went to the out-of-state church intern thing. But it's like I had no idea that essentially you kind of derailed, got your wheels back on, derailed or whatever. I always thought that you had a successful college career. 
I thought you graduated. I had no idea. Oh, really? uh, up, up until I mean, you, you mean, up until years ago. Oh but yeah, yeah, for a long no, time, no, no, I no. thought I thought you yeah, had graduated so, college. So here was my main issue with college, and this is where I think it, it comes into uh, maybe my view on like encouraging kids to go to college. I because you know, as we know, I am a father, and I, my opinion yeah. matters. No, I'm not a father, but, but your opinion does still matter. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're thanks, welcome. buddy. I mean, it's it's clearly weighted against me. Like you give me no. Um, it, no, I don't, never mind. I'm not going to say that. All right, so <laughs> I don't know. Now there's this long, awkward pause. No, just let's just write it out. Let's just write okay. it out. Okay, cool. All right, so no, no, here, here's the thing. Whenever I was not in school, first of all, I just went to college because I was raised just thinking it was just always a given that that's what you do after high school. You go to college. That is that is an attitude that I think has changed a lot since you and I, just in the time since you and I graduated. Has it, man? I, I almost think, so. think it's more oh, really? that now. Um, see, I think, okay, Galan and I, not to brag, uh, but no. Okay, we were in like all those gifted talent yeah, programs, sure. AP classes, Navy, that kind yeah. of stuff. John graduated with the honors. National Honor Society, but only, but, but, <laughs> that sounds so funny. I didn't deserve to be there, guys. <laughs> I didn't deserve to be there. I had teachers that just gave me grades to keep me in it. Hey, that's it, it was happened. our God, high school was God really bless stupid. Castleberry High School. Uh, I really stopped caring and trying about my freshman year. Nice. And after that, I was just like, well, oh, I can, I can do enough to get well, by without like. I doing cared longer than you. I gave up my sophomore year. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> but what? Uh, but yeah, what were you? So okay, so what I was gonna say is. So when I went to college, I had I went because I thought I was supposed to go. Sure. I had no goal, no direction in life. I had nothing no vision of what um I actually wanted to accomplish or what I wanted to be or right. who I wanted to be necessarily. No, at least not a complete version of right. a vision of who but I wanted it, to be. At one point I thought you were taking you you actually had the goal of you wanted to go into no, I had a couple of different majors, but I didn't. Oh. Those were nothing like. It's nothing like people that are like. I knew I wanted to be a doctor from the oh, time okay. I was six. So no, or no. as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Or okay. as okay. you know, okay. I okay. never had. No, no, yeah. Like that. I know one point, like you wanted to go into social services or something with kids or something like that, or social worker or something. Well, once I got there and I saw my options, I'm like, I might be into that. Okay, and then okay. I, like one sure. semester with that okay. major, and I was like, no, because the whole time they're saying you have to be detached from this situation when supposedly right. – like like everyone goes into that because they care about helping people, and then they right. tell you don't care about the people you're helping. And yeah, so I was yeah. like, okay, that's yeah. not for me. I, I understand why they, why they do yeah. that, and I actually have good friends that are still social workers, and they – would probably be like, no, it's it's not really like that, but but still, yeah, you, you can tell. But anyways, John and I talked just, about his totally college You totally derailed me because. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, my my point being, I didn't have any driving force to to try to get me to to reach some kind of planned out goal, sure. and so whenever I was not in college, I felt like, man, I'm supposed to be in college. And then okay. I would get in college, and whenever I was in college, I'd be like, what am I doing? I'm wasting my time here because I'm not working towards any goal yep. that yeah. I have. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Be I'm 18. I'm 19. How can I know what I want to do for the rest of my life? Even though I know for a percentage of people, they do. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, um, but then there's people like J- Joe, well, where yeah. your your life took a, a turn. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I, I – took that year off from school, I also felt I'm supposed to go to college, but I will give my parents credit. They were like, you can go to college or you cannot go to college. It is up to you. We don't care what you do. Like, not, we don't care what you do, but like, they genuinely, like, it doesn't matter to us what you do. We're proud of you regardless. Right. And so, 
with I know some friends where that actually made them not do anything and stay at home and and derail their life. But in right. my case, yeah. it gave me room to like my personality allowed me to breathe, and I went cool. And I did a like I acted in a couple of professional shows that fall, and was like I'm just gonna act because that's what I like doing, that's what I want to do. And I was like, okay, I like this, and I like making money. I like this being a living. Okay, well, I know like part of it is this is what I like to do, this is what I want to do, and as far as like being a pastor, like this, what I feel like I'm drawn to. So, any of those, I I need to have a little bit more experience or education, and it's hard to get experience that education. So. Let me go get education. And then that's when I was like, all right, well, let me get some of the basics out of the way. And that, so when I entered, I did have a plan of what I wanted to do. And I will say that plan is what kept me focused when times got really tough. When it was like, all right, you can make or break. I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. I might not like this biology class or I might not like this theology class that's really pushing me. But I have to do this if I want to get to the end goal. And so even though my life took a turn, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people that go in because they feel they have to. And then they don't know where they're going or what they want to do. So when times get tough, it's easy to just be like, uh, I think I'm going to tap the brakes for a little bit. Well, yeah. I. A lot of this, it goes along, I, I think, with something I'm going to talk to you guys a, a little bit about later. But I, I don't feel like – I feel like college is great if you haven't still – in, in your child or you've you've shown them how they can have a successful path in life sure and you've laid that out and you can say hey, which may be hard to do but, but what kind of life do you want to do what kind of impact do you want to have in life yeah. let's start yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at building okay. your legacy now which is a weird thing to talk to nope. a, a teenager about or something but the something more than just like hey this matters or you should do it and i sure. think if if you can lay out and say look if this is what you really want to do this is how we're going to work to get you there yep yeah um and it i to where like like you said there is a purpose um that's greater than just i'm supposed to be here yeah and yeah. i'll and i'll give a like kind of an example on a, a small scale is like uh sylvie is very good at following directions and and understanding the process if you laid out so like when i get frustrated with her sometimes i'm like like she was running somewhere and i was like don't run and i was like you can't say don't run you got to be like walk don't run because the floor is slippery you could slip and fall and hurt your head and she's immediately like i got it i'm focused boom it's good and so that's a small scale but i think you're right Right, when you're talking to kids you're just you're not like go to college it's like okay but why it's like yeah it's like it's like you you do you do your best in in high school you graduate you go to college then you live happily ever after and it's like well (laughs) i see you're really like taking stuff out put putting it back together, figuring out how things work. You seem to really have this kind of engineer mind. So if you like doing this on this scale, you could do this on a bigger scale, do this for the rest of your life and get some money. And you get that through some education. It's like, okay, now I have a goal. I have an idea. I have a track and it might not work out that way, but I think you're right. Like you have those conversations, not all at once, but like little bit by little bit. So that way they feel like, I know where I want to go. And if it's ultimately not college, it's, if it's another way, they at least feel like, all right, I've got a basic idea of what I want to do. That's and that's I, a really good I, point. I think one of the important things that, that when you're giving your kid a direction of, of where to go and what to do is college doesn't inherently make you smart. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I look, you know, and it is something that I've, that I've always said, and I'm, I'm about to toot John's horn, but I've always said that, <laughs> Toot, toot. Yeah, that that John is one of the most intelligent people that I know. He's he's cleverer than I am. He's quicker witted. 
and there's all this Thanks, stuff man. that it's, you need to meet some more I know. people. No, no, but it's 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 <laughs> and it's like my wife. I mean, she says she says that I'm smart and whatever, and it's like you don't have to go to college to be knowledgeable, but college can definitely give that knowledge a focus. It can give you the yes. ability to take something that you are passionate about or feel and or feel or you know a lot about. So right. you're passionate and or you know a lot about it. And you can really specialize in that particular bit of knowledge. But it's like one of the biggest things that, that I want to teach Ellie is that you don't have to make A's and B's. You don't have to go to college to be smart, to be intelligent. Um, that is something that, I mean, for the most part, that either you either are or you aren't. Right. Um, but it's like I don't. I I want her to value the experience of going to college. I want her to look forward to that. But I don't want her to think that that just like your parents said, going to college is what gives her value in our eyes. Sure. Um, that it's you know that, that she can look to me or her mother, who I think is an intelligent individual, or John, who didn't finish college, or you that did, or you being Joe that did finish college. That it's you know. Uh, you can be you can be smart, bright, whatever, clever, creative, without without that having that though definitely opens up doors that it, you may not have open to you if you don't go. Right. Um, you know, it, it, it's an interesting conversation. It, it would this is something that I would love to have ten people sitting around a table. Mm-hmm. All talking about their we'll their talk experiences. About it. You know, obviously, we got into some of this with Todd Pipes. We got into right. some of this with with uh, uh, Cinto Ramos Jr. You yep. know, when he, when he was on. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that we'll continue talking about yeah, different I mean, aspects of education. And I think I think you know when we're talking about the relevancy of college, like there's a lot of people who will start. So it's you, you know you brought up the point of like you want to have them focus. You want to have them on. You know, ha- have those conversations. Uh, you being John. I'm gesturing, but like they're not going <laughs> to know point. I'm gesturing. Yeah, fair but have those so that way that you're setting them up for success later, right? But then you have you know some people kind of take it to the extreme and they're like, well, you can't get into a, a good college and get to where you want to be if you don't start at like the best kind of preschool and 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 really start that from from the uh-huh. jump. And and in my opinion, it's all about you know it's just are they getting the basic skills? Are they getting like on a preschool level? Are they getting like the social interactions? Are they learning like sharing? Are they learning social dynamics? Are they learning, you know, the, the literacy and the numeracy stuff? Are they learning their letters and their numbers and their shapes and colors? Are they getting all, all of that encompassing and they're in a positive attitude about it and they're retaining it? Then it's a win-win. It doesn't matter to me if it's like a church down the street or if it's like this prestigious private one that is like you got to go through 10 interviews to get to. But there are some people that are like, no, you have to be in the best if you want your kid to go to Harvard. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, speaking briefly on, on preschool. Sure. So the spoilers, Joe and I don't have our kids in preschool. Ellie will not so, be in preschool. Yeah. But like the district that we live in, preschool is something that is for either the – certain financial situations or English as a second language. Right. That is their focus. And that's and, the and, and it, Yeah, and if you don't, yeah. then you can't get into it. So I think one of the things that Ellie misses out on by not going to preschool is the socialization. That's the biggest thing is being around other kids. Um, she has a friend that went to, they think they called it the zoo school, and then there's a museum school actually at the Museum of Science and History that we went to. They gave her the opportunity to be kind of in, a, I guess, a more structured environment. But the biggest thing was her being socialized to other kids. Right. Ellie doesn't have that, but she is just 
naturally sociable with other kids. Yeah. Um, and so it, it'll be interesting because, I mean, she is – my daughter's weird, man. Like, it, it comes naturally because I'm dad. weird. Yeah, I'm weird, and her mom's <laughs> weird. But it's like is, is, is teaching her to say, like, when, when it's okay to talk about farts and when it's okay to – how it's not okay to talk about boobies because, like, her right. mom has them, and, you know, and she knows she's going to have them one day. And, and – and, <laughs> We had to, we, and we had to, like, she would be sure. like, she'd be like all like touchy feely when we're out at Target or whatever. And it's like, no, you can't do that. But That's you're, not socially You're right acceptable. about that. I mean, I was homeschooled all the way through and Freak. I would like to think I turned out okay. Right. Yeah. My parents, my parents did a good job of socializing me, getting me yeah. out there with no, church no, no, yeah. and hockey and all that stuff. But I like, you get together sometimes with other homeschool groups Yeah. and my, my parents were always like, I guess we got to do this, but I really don't like any of these other people. So I was like, all right, cool. We're on the same page, mom and dad. But those other kids are weird, man. Because yeah. they like didn't try and socialize ever. Yeah. And they would just be like, I don't know, spouting off some weird stuff. And That's why you got to watch Gentleman Broncos, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but but I know what you're talking about. That was yeah. on like a yeah, somebody no, no, that never yeah. saw the light of day. It's just, it's, it, I think, it, I think it's interesting that there's merit to it. It would be great to have someone that put their kid through, you know, however many years of pre-K. Yeah. To, 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 to see. You know, education, as John mentioned it, you know, to kind of bring this this segment to, I think, a close is education is obviously going to be something that's going to be a part of our lives for the next 12 years starting next year. Ellie starts, she barely missed the cutoff this year. She's going to go to school next year. She's going to turn six pretty much almost immediately. That's going to be a big part. Assuming we're still doing this, we'll, there will probably be a lot more talking talks yep. about the education system, the you know our experiences of, of, of going hurt. What is what is kindergarten doing? Our interactions with teachers, all this stuff. I look forward to talking about. I think education is very important. Um, you know, and it is something that I you know I I want to be able to have conversations with our teachers. I want to be able to hold her to a certain standard, but. It's all easy to say that now without having crossed that bridge. It's a year away. Right. We say this all in perspective of people that don't have, don't have our kids in preschool and also with college with not having our kids in college, only having stumbled through it or not stumbled through it ourselves. Hey, man, if that is our education. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know so, who that guy was, but we shouldn't let him on anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, just real quick before I forget, someone interesting we should have on that could, could shed some light probably on this very issue is our friend Micah, who oh, yeah. is a stay-at-home dad who oh. was had I think there were six he had five brothers and sisters and I think they were all if if not most of them homeschooled um and then now he has two small children he's a stay at home dad and his but his wife is a public school teacher I think okay so that would be interesting. It, it would be interesting he's coming at it from a bunch of different perspectives yeah. so we'll have to ask about that if we can ever get him on for, for sure. sure for sure yeah um what else was I going to say? I don't know. I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Yep. <laughs> so end. we'll we'll be back uh, here in a moment after uh, some some catchy little music here, and uh, we'll be having our normal favorite subject. John normally introduces this, but I'm I'm gonna stumble through it. No, you we'll, we'll have the uh, ask the dads dad jokes and things to check out. So give it a listen, and we'll be right back. America's favorite segment, Ask the Dads. So, guys, going along sort of with some of the stuff we were talking about earlier, and I'm not – let me see if I can um, get this across to you 
guys in the, the way that I was thinking about it. But um, is, so as great as your parents may have been raising you, um, is there something that you grew up without or an area of life where you felt like your parents failed to equip or prepare you that you want to make sure that you are able to like give your, your own kids? Um, oh, I, I can, and, I can and, totally. You know, you know, college, I mean, aside from college, right, we were right. talking about that, but. Uh, I, I, I can go first right from jump. So I feel that my mom was an English teacher and she did the best job she could when it came to math and she would get me resources. And I was just a kid that was like, I didn't feel like I wanted to do it. So I didn't. And I always thought I'm not a math person, quote unquote, although I feel like that's a misnomer. Anybody can be a math person. It's just you got to present the information and not a boring Bill Stein or what's his name? The Don't boring, lie. No, the boring guy. Uh, oh, the uh, what's his name? Something Stein? Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Yeah. In the Ben oh, Stein yeah. way. And then you're fine. <laughs> but I love Ben Stein. I know. But it you wasn't learn. until I got into college yeah, where I realized, it. no, I, I legitimately am a quote unquote math person. I get it. And I enjoy like getting it and working it out and figuring out this stuff. But at that point, like I didn't want to go any further with that because I felt like I didn't have a lot leading, like a lot of knowledge leading up to it to, to do more advanced math stuff and go into more advanced math field. And then I started realizing that there's a lot more stuff where math and science are involved that I was a lot passionate about. Like I, I really, I realized over the last couple of years that I really am fascinated by like skin and stuff like a dermatologist. And I would have loved to, if I had started in my mind, in my grand design, right. if I had started with the math and science, like anybody can do this stuff. You just, I don't know it, but here's some cool facts and resources. I feel like now as a society, we're starting to educate in different ways and let, you know, expose people to different ways of thinking and, and it's opening up more doors. But I think if I had had that and taken that opportunity, then I probably would have gone that path naturally because that's what I'm really drawn to and I enjoy it. And I looked into switching careers and I went, it's extra school and it's extra cost and I don't really feel like I'm too lazy. I've got a kid and I'm, <laughs> I'm good. But that's not to blame my parents. They did the best they could. But I really think that that's something they didn't equip me with that I really am naturally inclined for and figured out way later. So... Oh, I'm going to take it to a much darker place. I just than wanted that. to like right. do something like good news, bad news. No, gotcha, so gotcha. I, I feel like, and, and both my parents listen, and so you know, and I don't necessarily know if we've talked about this, but I was a really naive kid. Like, I don't think my parents equipped me to deal with the reality of the world and like the way that the people are in it. Um, I, I think part of it's you know growing up with the stability of, of essentially having the same group of friends, knowing my friends in second grade and then being in the same group of friends for since seventh grade. Like John and I grew up together. Our, our friend Tim also like we all hung out. We were not troublesome kids at all. Like we didn't, we, John would do marching band. And then on Friday nights after the games, we would go and, and stay the night at Tim's and play role playing games or video games or do music. And, the extent of uh, the harshest thing we did was go through a 24 pack of Dr. Pepper in like two days. We were <laughs> like, or, or, or on the edge. We went to Taco yeah, Bell yeah. three times one yeah. night. Whoa. Yeah. The same but, night. You know, like Whoa. John and I went to, I mean, we, we went to church. Like we were like, we were the on fire kids. Like we went to mission trips and VBS and I did church choir, the marquee. Like I'd never, I, we just didn't, 
do anything. I lived a very, very sheltered life. Um, now, granted, looking back, there were lifestyle choices that my mother made and, and choices that she did in her life and, and and actions that my dad did that weren't the wisest. But I had, in context, I had, I had no idea what the context of those was. Where I, I knew that they were making mistakes, but I didn't know the world. And I mentioned the whole Connecticut thing, and we can get into a uh, um, a bonus segment on it if we wanted to. But it's, I, you know, long story short is I flew up to meet someone off the internet in Connecticut, not the girl that initially was an older woman, like a 28 year old woman when I was 18. And that was a whole different experience that everyone, everyone told me not to do. And I did anyway, and it completely changed my world. I came back in a much darker place because I, I was exposed to the shittiness of people firsthand. Like I came back and I was uh, from the ages, from the age of 18 to really. I mean, shit, like, when did we start hanging out again? 2010? I don't know. So really from the age of 18 to the age of however old I was then, 32 or, 32 or something like that? Or like, I, I it really, I mean, it, it, to a certain extent, I met Teresa in 2004 and she started, she was a positive influence on me, but I was a whirlwind from 19 to, to from, you know, nine, or 1999 to 2004. Like, I didn't care who I hurt. I didn't care... Like, the damage that I caused, because if the world was like that, I was going to be like that, too. And I didn't care who I took down with me. I didn't care the cost. I mean, I made a lot of really shitty decisions, hurt a lot of people. And I think if I had if I had been equipped with the knowledge, not necessarily that everyone sucks and that, that, that humanity is, is shitty in general, but if I had just been equipped to understand how life worked, I don't think that, you know, that I would have gone through some of the lows that I did. No, of course, there's a Ben Fold song um, called The Luckiest. This was actually the song that Teresa and I danced to at our wedding. And, and, and I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to paraphrase and say basically he's like, every stumble, fall, every mistake I've made brought me to the place I am. All of that stuff defines who I am now. The mistakes that I made as a kid and that I made as an adult and whether I was equipped or not, is uh, the, the person I am at this very moment is a culmination of all that. Uh, and so I wouldn't change it, but I want Ellie to be as prepared as she can for the the fact that you're not always going to be friends with your friends. Sometimes you will have a disagreement that, you know, in, in from the lesson that I learned that it's you don't treat your friends, you don't disrespect your friends, you don't treat your friends, you don't take them for granted because... <laughs> A friendship is a choice. They don't have to be friends with you. Yep. And then when you, you know, and you know, and especially the, the way that I alienated John so many years ago, when you lose your best friend, that's, I mean, that's like losing a limb to a lot of people. And for me, it was like, I, I kind of sputtered. Like I didn't, it, had I not had Teresa, I don't even want to know or think about the place that I would have gone because I was in such a dark place already. And then to realize that I was the author of like the darkest chapter in my life. It, it just it it sucks, and I want her to to be prepared for that. So here's my follow up question. You started touching on this kind of a little bit, but so so then how how are you guys going to equip your kids um, with those things that you felt like you were missing growing up? Um, well, so for me, <clears throat> I think like I touched on that. I think society has done a good job in in opening up various ways and understanding that everybody learns differently and mm-hmm. making resources available for everybody across the board to learn in like you, if you're a traditional learner, great. If you're more 
you know, I gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta understand. I gotta take it apart and then cool. You can do that too. And so I'm just going to encourage her with everything of like, Hey, all of this is cool. You just got to look at it from a certain perspective. And if you're really not inclined to it or drawn to it, that's fine too. But I need you to not shut down one specific area of education just because you think there are, there are math people and there are not. No, there are people that are better at it. There are people that are worse at it. But that's the way in everything. And so that I'm going to try and apply that across the board. And, you know, I think, I think the fact that society and education is working with me will help in that regard. And then for me, it's, it's, I, yeah, I think it's interesting. It's, this is going to make me sound like a brony, but it's the, <laughs> the, 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 the cartoons that she watches actually do a lot of teaching you. Some of those life lessons. It started yeah, with kind of like GI Joe when your kids like yeah. don't drink Pepto Bismol when your parents aren't home. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. That no one. You don't remember that one. Battle. But yeah, that was uh, one of those. But it's you know like the, the, it started with Sophia the first, and there's you know like she makes mistakes and she learns a lesson. There's a lot of lessons in the My Little Pony show that she watches. Um, I mean, it's like those each character is independent and they all make mistakes. They all take their friends for granted and learn a lesson. And then at the end. One of the ponies will write a letter to like one of the princesses or whatever, saying summarizing the lesson. Kids don't catch that, but as adults, I'm like, as an adult, I'm I say, oh, they're summarizing the lesson for the kid, you know, in the in the voice of the character that they that they grow attached to. Um, but also, part of it's just taking an opportunity when something happens, whether it's a movie. Wait, wait, are, yeah, okay, go ahead. But it's you know, it's saying as she gets older, pointing it out and saying, okay the lesson they're trying to teach is this. And Okay, good. I was hoping you were going to take it there and not just be like, I just have my kid watch shows No, no, no. It's, that's the whole thing is... <laughs> we were is watching, you're we were talking watching, about... We were watching a Batman episode the other day and I was like, all right, what do you... <laughs> I didn't say what did you get from that or what's the lesson, but I did say something along the lines of, and now what do we know? And she said, don't fight Batman. I'm like, Yes! Right on. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that. I think it was supposed to be like, don't steal, but yeah, close enough. Close, close enough. enough. But it's like, like uh, there, there's one episode where these three ponies are like, they they do do a gossip column, and then they end up like hurting a lot of people, and people find out, and then, like the whole thing is like, don't spread rumors. You know, it's like talking about that, and that's huge for like people in school and stuff. Like, so yeah, so to bring it back because I interrupted you, you're, no. you're essentially saying, so you are going to be more vigilant looking for those opportunities then that you yes. can expound upon and share your perspective of life with yeah. her. And here's an example. Like, remember when Twilight had to deal with this or remember when Sophia did that or remember when good, like when Will Hunting was like, oh, I don't need anybody, you know, and, or remember when the, the fat kid was like, train and drop the comb and thought it was like, all important. Remember when Han Solo came back for the trench run? In the Battle of the First Death Star. Yeah. Yahoo! <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, you know, it's, hey, you remember when Greedo thought that he was going to get the drop on Han? It's like, yeah, I don't know. Han shot first. That's why you don't work for Jabba. Yeah. Unless you're Han. You don't fight then, Batman. You it, don't work it, for and you don't drop spies at the first sight of Imperial. That's right. Imperials or something. I don't know. That's but right. yeah, so it's. I, I, want, I want Ellie to. I want to avoid. <clears throat> I want to help Ellie avoid those that, that dark period yep. and just and equip her to understand that it's like life, life isn't always fair. Right on, right on. Good stuff, guys. So let's move on to America's favorite segment, Dad Jokes. Oh. Okay. I've got one for you guys this week, and we may have done this one before. But, Galan, when I told you that, what did you point out about Dad Jokes? That Dad Jokes are often repeated. So, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You like it. It's okay. And, and like me, most dads probably can't remember if they've ever told the joke before anyway. So <laughs> um, what, is the la- what is the least spoken language in the world? No way. What? Sign language. <laughs> I don't recall that one. 
Okay. okay, good, good. All right. Oh, by by the way, I just totally ripped that off of Reddit uh, from a sea cucumber. A underscore C S E A underscore cucumber. Hey, you guys want to hear a joke about construction? Uh, yes. And now I'm still working on it. <laughs> good, good. Uh, hey guys, what happened to the batter when it disappeared from the kitchen? What? It was whisked away. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Hey, what concert only cost 45 cents? What? Know, what? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. <laughs> oh. <laughs> good. Oh, oh, man. And then the payoff of the, the very John Centric. <laughs> oh. oh, that was good. That is the good. only other one I got is, uh, do you guys know it's easy to tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Is it? Yep. You see one later and you see one in a while. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> what's, the it's difference, good. what's the difference between a piano, a tuna, and a pot of glue? I don't know what. You can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. You can tune a piano, but you can't piano, piano a, a tuna. You can tune a, pia- a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. Why? Did you say something about glue, though? I know you get stuck on that. Ah! <laughs> all right. All right. Well done. Uh. Well done. With dad jokes in the books, guys, it's time to move on to America's favorite segment, Things to Check Out. Um, as I prefaced before, at the top of the show, been getting back into nerdy Dungeons and Dragons, and there have been a couple of YouTube channels that I've really enjoyed, or YouTube shows. Um, one is, uh, have you guys ever seen Critical Role on Geek and Sundry? I have I've, seen I've that, seen a little yes. bit of it, yeah. I think I've watched it's a couple so episodes, yeah. Yeah, it's basically for people that, that don't know what it is, it's, it's a group of voice actors out in LA that have a long-running Dungeons and Dragons game, and uh, of course, I'm, I'm late to the party on both of these things that I'm talking about today but i just recently discovered i'm getting back into dungeons and dragons and i've been uh, watching a lot and it's it's pretty fun and all those voice actors you've heard them in a ton of different things that you're probably familiar with now now to piggyback on your all right, well, when you're done i'll piggyback on oh your. yeah just the, the other one i was going to say is uh there's a guy matt colville he's a writer that's worked for a bunch of different video game studios doing different things and uh i'm trying to think i think he worked uh, in a studio the game evolve if you have seen that i think that's the I game think i own that Anyway, okay, he he worked on that um, for that studio, and he's done different things that you would recognize. Anyways, he's a, a lifelong DM also that has has a whole channel that just does a bunch of different videos about DMing the game, about breaking down what he has happened in his campaigns and the issues he had with that and how he like solved them and, and lessons we can learn from. So anyways, Matt Colville, also uh, a great channel to check out if you're so, interested. And by the way, if you don't know what Dungeons & Dragons is or you've always you've never really understood it exactly or you, you just want to get a better understanding, either of those are great places to go to, to just as an intro to figure out what all those nerds are doing. That's what now, I did. The one time I played, that's kind of how I got used to the, now one thing the I, mechanics of the game. Yeah. yeah. One thing I should point out is John used the term DMing. So what DMing is, DM is, the, is the dungeon oh, okay. master. So that's basically, if you remember the cartoon from the 80s, he's basically, you know, like the dungeon master is basically the person that runs the game. Dungeon master is owned by whatever company owns Dungeons and Dragons. If you've seen Stranger Wizards Things... Yeah, you might have. Oh seen yeah, like, some oh of yeah. This. Stranger yeah. in Stranger Things, yeah. they're playing in ET. They're playing Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah, but it's, it, it's DMing is basically the action of running a game for other players. But to piggyback on John, there's a really cool thing that you can get out there. It's uh, a company named Paizo uh, puts out something. They they have a basically a version of of a 
fantasy role-playing game called Pathfinder, and they had a beginner's box, which basically is, it has the dice, has the basic rules, has some figures, and it's a it's a pretty simple campaign that you can run your kids through. There's also um, now, there's a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons one oh, that, yes. that is out there too that's supposed to be really good. It, you know, I mean, there are so many pre-published adventures that, that kind of guide you through it. Now, you have to make the world come alive. But if you wanted to share something, I remember John telling me the story that, that he uh, he played in a game that our, our friend Tim DM'd for his kids. And his kids at the time, I think, were like seven and five or something like that. And they were able, or maybe only one of them did it, but he was like seven or something. Nine and seven or nine. Oh, maybe. It was something. They're, they're young. Twelve and nine or something. I don't they're, know. We recently were playing one. Yeah, they, they were young. But this, oh, this yeah, was a long that, time that ago. that was one of his sons, Abner. Yeah, yeah, that was played. a long time ago. Um, but yeah, so just to piggyback on that, that's something you can check out. I think you can pick them up for 20 or 30 bucks at your local gaming store or on Amazon or whatever. Yeah, and they, um, they were carrying them at like uh, Target or Walmart or something. Yeah, else I don't think they do it at Target right. right now. But yeah, like they're. they're I saw the Toys R Us the other day. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's, it's just it's, Which it's a basic they just thing. are declaring bankruptcy. So I know. I used oh, Toys R Us is? Yeah. I, I, I had like $100 in Babies R Us gift cards, and I was worried that they were going to shut the door before things started. So I went and was like, I can use them at Toys R Us. So nice. I used it and bought a. Sylvie's uh, Santa present, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, yes, nice. nice. Um, and so zero dollars. The, the my nice. thing to check out. Speaking of video games, it's a game that I mentioned I've been playing a lot. But um, Destiny Two came out for the PS4 and Xbox One a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you played Destiny One, uh, essentially it was made by a company called Bungie, which you might know from the game series of Halo. They started Halo. They created this science fiction world, and essentially Destiny was. Another science fiction world they created. There were in in Destiny is an online massive what is it multi, massive multiplayer online game. Um, MMO is short for that. Um, so basically, you have to connect online. You play through a story. Um, they correct. It, it feels a lot like Destiny 1.5. They corrected. A, it's not a completely revamped game. The game feels and plays very similar, um, but they corrected a lot of the issues that I had with. Destiny one. I mean, you, you still have to play and you grind a bit to to level up your character, um, but the story was really interesting. I've been having a lot of fun playing. Um, it comes out actually for PC next month, and that I'll, I'll be buying it again so I can play with um, John and, and that particular group of friends. Um, it's just it's really fun. It's a first person shooter, but you're you're shooting aliens. So I know some parents don't like you when you, games where you shoot other people. Um, you can do player versus player, in which case you're shooting other players. But the story mode is you're either shooting aliens or you're shooting robots or something. Uh, and so the violence isn't, you know, it's not all blood and guts, at least not human blood and guts. But um, <laughs> check it out. You know, um, they pop up on sale. I've, I've seen it online. I, I paid 45 bucks for it. If you pre-order the, um, the PC game from Amazon, they'll give you 20% back or you get 20% off. Um, so I'll, I'll link that pre-order on there and I think that it comes out on like October 23rd or something like that, but it's just been a lot of fun. It, it's, it's a, a fun video game and I'm sure my wife hates seeing me play it. That's what I'm going to play when we're done here. Um, because I'm a huge nerd. Right on. Oh yeah, that's it. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so my recommendation <clears throat> is something I, uh, it's an oldie, but a goodie. Uh, since we we're talking about school, I decided, uh, if you have, if you are Trapper alive, keepers. and you, no, if oh. <laughs> yeah, the whiz, frame. when you got no. the whiz on your back, you got a walker on your back. No, whiz is your pack. I had one of those. No, uh, Mr. Bucket. Nope. No, <laughs> no, Slinky. No, stop. Shut up. Crossfire. School of Rock. Crossfire. Rock'em Sock'em. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Hungry Hungry Hippo. What? What is that? Are we Milton Bradley fanboying right now? Like, what is happening? Yes. I mean, fair, but. 
<laughs> no. Uh, Betrayal of the House on the Hill. Uh, well, that is uh, Shark a Turn Left. Great game. Anyways, it's an oldie but a goodie. I just Play-Doh. recently rewatched okay, it. <laughs> Shush. Uh, I've never school, seen that movie. School of Rock. Really? With, with Jack Shush? Black? No, not Shush. No. <laughs> I totally would. Starring Jack Black, it's yeah. fantastic. It's great. He uh, impersonates <laughs> his roommate, who is a substitute teacher, so he can teach and get money because he's a broke, out of work musician. Who'd have thought? And mm-hmm. then he ends up realizing that all these kids in this affluent private school can play the music, the musical instruments. Can play the well. music. Can play the music well, so he convinces them to play a concert with him, so he can win a cash prize. Comedy ensues. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, also. Uh, we're starting to do supplemental content on our YouTube channel. I am doing little short, like two to five minute mini-sodes called Joe's Journeys, where I just kind of share lessons about being a dad again. Just a little stuff that I think of. I've got two episodes up there. Check that out. Um, I did remember, we were talking about the Toys R Us. That's all the things I have to check out. But we were talking about Toys R Us. I wanted to share this story because it was funny. I went and I went one night this week to buy the Santa gift I talked about and I'm checking out and I'm like the last customer in the store, right? Cause it's like nine 58 and they close at 10. I was that guy, but Asshole. yeah. So I'm checking out and there's like 16 year old kid who's checking, you know, ringing me up and he's like, do you want the protection plan? And he's like, roll Give me the hard sell. Sure. And I'm just like, <laughs> How you know? He's like it protects toys for up to two years, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, how much is it? He's like fourteen ninety nine. I'm like, oh, who's it through? And he's like, us Toys R Us. You know, it's good for two <laughs> years. And I was like, ah, I don't know that I would uh, buy insurance from a company that just filed for bankruptcy. It seems like a, not a wise decision. You said that so, too. <laughs> yeah, and I said I think I'll pass. And he just looked at me, slack jawed and empty eyed, like this is the first time he'd heard this news. Oh. Wow. And so he didn't say another word to me. He's just stunned and like I, you know, pay. <laughs> you left. He pulled out. His I phone. leave, and he's still standing there, right? And then I leave. The as I leave, like he recovers. He turns around and goes. Janice, what did I miss in the meeting? <laughs> no, I, I will say. <laughs> and, I was, and I was just like, yes. I just told this kid his days are numbered. Oh. Ma- maybe not. <laughs> so I, I will say, like, I know, like, no, I yeah, know. like but, but it's funny. But it fun. It makes me feel good that, that you ruined some kids. And that whether or not they close is irrelevant. The fact that I like. Ruined his night by saying that. <laughs> well, clear, you brought it to his attention. Joy. Yeah, you brought it to his attention that he needs to learn how to overcome that obje- that objection, <laughs> like in the sales process. See, that's, that, so that is a lesson I can teach Ellie. Yeah, exactly. I was just, I was just so like I just like, I just said that and, uh, real casual, and then the fact that he was just like, "What? <laughs> that's awesome, <laughs> Janice. What did I miss? The meeting? You, you have to have and the he voice was, crack. He did. It was like." He sounded like one of the monsters in Monsters, Inc. That's like, good job, Mr. Sullivan. That's awesome. <laughs> so I had to share that, that awesome. story. That's why I made me breathe through my nose a little forcefully <laughs> than normal. Go on. Where can people find us if they want to uh, submit an Ask the Dads question, a comment, or uh, you know anything else, a dad joke? www.detoxpodcast.com. And yeah. All of our contact information is on there as well as all of our episodes. Links to our Patreon um, Where for as little as two dollars a month, you can get access to all of our bonus content. Yep. Yes, we try to throw something up there after every episode. I need to. Um, I, I need to. I have a couple of things from the last episode I need to throw up there, and then we recorded a bonus content for this one too. Also, yeah, me talking about how I got a box cutter. Uh, oh wait, confiscated the story from me in an airport. Wow, so you just save two bucks a month. Yeah. No, like, there's some other good stuff on there. Uh, a lot of the stuff involves them making fun of me. Also. Yeah. 
just a reminder, uh, if you're listening to this, you probably already liked our Facebook page, facebook.com slash detox podcast, but make sure all of your friends and anybody likes it before the end of September, because we are doing that diaper dude bag giveaway. Absolutely. After yep. the month ends. So check that it's out. Pretty cool. Diaper dude. Thank you guys for yes. working with us. Um, basically they're cool diaper bags. If you're a dad, they're diaper bags that don't look like diaper bags. Mm-hmm. They yep. look cool enough that you could use them. Um, I mean, for whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm using mine for, for work. And then also be sure to check out go bacon jerky. Yes. Um, Absolutely. That shit is delicious. It's the perfect dad. Where, where I gave, I gave, I gave some to Ellie and I, she's like, this tastes like candy. Yeah, it was really good. Was oh, I really love this. I need to speaking, order some more. Speaking of go bacon jerky, uh, this just this bacon reminded me of it. Um, there is a donut store by the my my office moved my work. We got a new building. We moved, and there uh, someone brought in donuts from this new donut place that I ate a maple glazed donut covered in bacon. Oh. Oh my! And the whole top of it, just bacon pieces. Interesting. Um, you get a little bit of sweet, you get a little bit of savory. It was it was interesting. Working. It was interesting. Nice. Um, that's how fat I am. Anyways, just thought I'd throw that in there right before the end of the episode. Nice. So, guys, we're at that time again at the end of the episode where we run through our hashtags and we vote on them. And yes. we've had some episodes recently. I felt like where we almost went way overboard on hashtags, but this time we're pretty light. So we only have two to choose from okay. today. Um, I already know what my vote is. Hashtag Bob Barker or hashtag butt to that butt. Butt to that butt. Butt to that butt. Butt to that butt. It is. It's unanimous. <laughs> um, so, guys, thank you for listening. Like Galan said, he told you where you could find us. Um, we will be back next time. We hope you'll join us. And until next time, hashtag butt to that butt and hashtag be a better dad. Fat dad! Special thanks to John... Justin and Eddie for supporting the podcast. Thanks so much, guys.